Acuna. Welcome to Expat Hoops. Today we talk with BCO alum, Mikel Sims, who is currently playing in Brazil. Before his professional career began, the Highland Springs Virginia native spent a year at Bull City Prep and one season at Cowley Community College before joining the Rams for his remaining three seasons. But before we talk to Mikel, I want to remind you to be interactive with us at Expat Hoops. We're active on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. By hitting the like button, you can help this channel get more exposure, subscribing to the channel, or commenting below to the video on our YouTube page. We also have a Patreon page where we put content you won't find elsewhere. There you'll find previews of our guests that get sent to your inbox, pictures and videos from our guests from around the world, and much more. Find the best membership option for you and join today. You get additional content. It helps support this pod. It's win-win. Now, if you'll join me in welcoming Mikel to Expat Hoops, welcome to the show, Mikel. Glad to be here. So uh, we're actually going to jump back a little bit to your VCU days. Um, like I said off the top, you went one year of prep and one year at a community college. Highland Springs native, uh, went, went to VCU games growing up. What was the recruiting process for you and how it all came together with VCU, even with other schools that were in the mix? Uh it's crazy because VCU wasn't really the first team that uh, had hit me up from the 18. St. Bonaventure actually reached out first from the Atlantic 10. And uh, shoot, I had different schools from everywhere, honestly. I had schools from ACC, you know, NC State, Miami, you know, Pitt. Uh, I had narrowed it down to NC State, Texas Tech, and VCU. And um, VCU, I had told VCU that I was going to an official visit to Texas Tech on the, on the weekend. And VCU said, nah, we're going to come in uh, on a Wednesday for an official visit here first. And then we're going <laughs> to, and then, yeah. So I went there for the official visit. And I've seen places on VCU campus that I've never seen. And I'm from Richmond. Like, I'm from Richmond. And I've never seen, i never seen a library. I've never seen, uh, the common area. I've never seen these things, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I didn't know there was more parts of the city that, you know. And I felt, and I felt love. And I felt uh, like family. It was more so of a family vibe from from the staff, and uh, that's all I needed to know, man. So, so I have to like come here. I'm at home, you know. And I've been away. I don't want to go away no more. I want to be here. I want to win. It was a win. It was a winning program. Still is. And yeah, it was no, it was a no brainer. Honestly, it was a no brainer. So it's kind of an actually interesting too. question. We we got into this a little bit with Jamal. Uh, you know, like 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 we talked off the pod. Uh, obviously, a guy you know very well. He yeah. you know spent a little bit of time out of out of. Uh, living out of the area that his family was in uh, for a period of time that he wasn't familiar with before college. And so it was almost kind of like looking back on it as sort of like overseas light. Do you think that the experience of going to prep school and going to the community college aspect, do you think that ultimately kind of prepared you a little bit for later on overseas life? Yes, yes, yes. It, uh, it turns you into a man very quickly. So you're on your own. You have to take care of yourself, you have to provide for yourself, you have to cook, you have to wash clothes, you know, you have to do, you have to do a lot of things that you're not so used to doing. And uh, I, I just viewed it as I'm growing up, I'm becoming more of a man. Uh, that's basically why. Yeah. Okay, so with VCU, uh, really good coaching staff, uh, Mike Rhodes and, and all the assistants, 
Um, obviously a very successful career at VCU where you wound up being a, a starter your senior year, played a lot of minutes even when you weren't a starter. How did the college experience uh, at VCU prepare you, uh, not only in terms of developing as a player, but in terms of preparing you for the next level to be a professional? Uh, uh, sure. Pretty much, I want to say conditioning-wise is the most helpful thing, man. Like, now I can just run up and down, like, easily, you know, like, I don't get tired, I don't get fatigued, and shoot, back in BCU, that's all we did, you know, like, I'll be, I'll be gassed in practice and, and conditioning workouts and stuff like that because that's all we breathe, you know, we breed, it's, it's a, a wild dog mentality there, you know. You, in order to play there, you have to have that that chip on your shoulder. So, just I continue to have that chip. Uh, I carried it on where I'm at now, and I'm, I'm leading the league in minutes, which is crazy. I'm leading the league in minutes played right now, and it's, I, I don't know, man. It's just very. It's, it's. I thank VCU because it made me who I am today. I don't really, I don't complain much. I don't do anything. Like, we run it. I don't care. Let's run how much we running. Let's go. Like, coach take me out. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not tired. Let's go. Let's go, man. That's what BC does. Interesting. So um, this is always a hard question to ask because usually people that are playing professional always kind of wanted to be a professional, but um, I guess the question then is, when did you become serious about playing professionally? Like, not that it was just a dream, but you said, okay, I am going to be doing this as a career. Like, what did that look like for you, and when did it happen? Uh, it's always been a dream, for sure. It's always been a dream. Um, I didn't know it was real until, I want to say, when I got to VCU. So, my sophomore year, uh, my First year there, I had a teammate, Justin Tillman. Uh, he's having a great career, professional career now. But he had, like, NBA scouts coming to our practices and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, damn, this, this shit is really real. Like, he's, you know, like, it's in my face now. Like, these people are for real. And Coach Rose always tell us, like, these people, man, they do their research on you. And they ask about uh, – things you like to do, things you like to do in high school, when he was in high school, and like, they take it way back, man. Like, they take it way back, man. And it kind of stuck with me, like, damn, like, shit, I got a chance. Uh, being, being here, you know, I got a chance. Like, VCU uh, has a great resume. Uh, that's another reason why I went there. They have a great resume of developing sports, professional basketball players. And, uh, that's another reason why I wanted to go there, because I wanted to eventually be a professional basketball player today. Um, and so you go through your college career, get to your senior year. Um, seniors in terms of basketball is over. Um, this is also kind of in the context of COVID too, just because of when you graduated and when you were done. Uh, but what did it look like in terms of actually making the steps to play professionally um, in terms of finding an agent, in terms of navigating, okay, how do I actually do this? What did it look like for you? Um, it was it was a blessing and a curse, I want to say, because it was a great experience um, on finding different agents. And once the season was over, uh, it was a tragic season. I, I, 
too, man. It was crazy. Uh, but once the season was over, different agents uh, reach out to us, like our five seniors, like they reach out to us, and it was just crazy, just taking each thing from them and listening to what they have to say and stuff like that. So it was like I'm being recruited all over again, and and that that process was very embracing. I embraced it all. And, and I say it's a, it's a curse because one one bad mistake, one one bad mistake might end your career, you know, like in a heartbeat, you know, as far as choosing the right person to represent you and stuff like that. Because you can't really trust everyone, you know, you can't really trust everyone and things might go south and shit, you may not you may not hear from your agent again. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's real. Like he might be lying to you about got this certain connection, this certain connection. But you, but you, I'm fresh out, you know, I'm, I'm believing everywhere. I'm excited. You know, I'm ready to work. And you just hop on it. Like, you just hop on it. Ready. All right, cool. This sounds good. This sounds good. All right, let's do this. Let's do that. Whole time. You're not the man they say he would be, was, and stuff like that. So, it's a blessing. It was a blessing and a curse, but, um, I definitely got with the right people. Um, I also learned that you know it's about who you know. Of course, that's 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 very important for my young guys is out there. Like it's, it's definitely about who you know, not what you know. So make sure you stay connected, have great relationships with, with people. And, uh, yeah. That that actually was going to be a good segue into my next question that I had prepared is like a, a person thinking of playing overseas come to you and says, what is the thing I need to know about turning pro? I was going to say, what do you tell them? But you said, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily, you know, what you know, it's more of who you know. Can you go yeah. a little bit more into detail in that? Yeah, it's like for the young guys, man, it's not like I wouldn't recommend you guys going for top agents like despite being recruited again like you know i wouldn't recommend you going to the top program because of their name or their face or their, who they represent like it's more so who's the best for me who has the best interest in me who's going to invest in me who do i feel comfortable working up working with together because you guys are together You're like it's it's not just he's getting looking out for you. No, he's looking out for himself too. He has a family feed as well. So you gotta you gotta understand who who's in it for both. You know, so that's that's what I would tell uh, young players today. And jumping back a little bit, one of the other people that we had on before graduated at the same time as you when COVID was breaking out and everything like that. And to your point, was a person that actually had a connection to an agent and that's how they got started with you. You said that they reached out to you. And so you kind of are in a unique position when things were locked down in like 2020, did you do a lot of your stuff over the phone, over zoom and everything like that? And was that a little bit weird trying to get to know the agents yeah. or? It was very weird man, because you, it's different. Like you can't really, I'm, I'm big on vibes and, and get vibes from people. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't find no connection over the phone. Like I could, only thing you got is your word, you know. So I had to, I had to believe. I had to believe what they, whatever they were telling me. Like, but I'm more so. I like to be in person, and then over the phone stuff. I, I had to because we couldn't travel. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't meet up. So it was, it was very hard. 
I made it work, man. I made it work. And so uh, you're in Brazil now. Sounds like in a good situation. Uh, was that something that was a part of the conversation with your agent? Because in a lot of times from some of our past guests that they have connections and certain, you know, it's the agents might know either owners or GMs in certain leagues and everything like that. Was it kind of brought to you that if you have interest in playing in a certain place, whether it's Brazil or Europe or wherever it might be, was that something that came about to you? So the agent I'm with currently now, um, he actually has connects all over the world. Like he, he's based out of California. I've never met, I've never met him. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I've never met him. But uh, whenever we talk, I know his, his, I know his passion. You know, I know his, I know his work. I know his, who he represented. And I know, you know, like based back to on who I know, you know, and they, those are the guys that put me on um, to him because again, I'm a great person. And, you know, they, they try to look out for me. I'm a young guy and stuff like that. So I already have this respect for this guy. So my agent now, he uh, has connects all over the world. Uh, the market that I'm in now is in South America. He has people that, uh, business partners he uh, works with here um, in Brazil alone. Brazil, Argentina, and Uruguay. Uh, so my team that I'm currently on now, they hit hit up his uh, business partner. We reached out to him. Do you have this type of player for this team? We need. Uh, say yes, I have it. And next thing you know, I got a job. Like, it was, I had a job. Like the next day, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was crazy because his name like holds weight. Like if, if that makes sense. Like his name. Like, okay, this, this guy is well-respected. And I know that he has players that, you know, that that's the real deal or live up to their name, you know, live up to the hype type of deal. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much how I got here. That's my agent I would now. I had, a, I had an agent before, I was telling you, like, the story. I had an agent before that was just telling me uh, all, the, all the BS that you would love to hear. Come to find out, he wasn't really that type of guy. Honestly, and I had to let him terminate, terminate the contract and stuff like that. So it worked out. And where, for me. and where was that on the timeline? Because you graduated from VCU in May of 2020. COVID's obviously a factor. Um, and as we talked a little bit off the pod, that you didn't get started right away. That this is currently your first season. So you essentially missed the first possible season. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So. Take us through exactly what that experience was like and probably why oh, you switched agents. First, so the, my first the first year out uh BCU, I signed with a guy based out of Houston. And he was just telling me, like, yeah, I'm gonna have you here, I'm gonna have you this and all that. Um I can't lie, but it eventually happened. Like I was working out with like John Lucas, if you know who that is, like John mm -hmm. Lucas and stuff like that, and he was putting me in put me in great places, you know, like as far as that, but he didn't have that, the, the, the ties or connects that he said he had wasn't really, you know, honest. And, and I was always coming up to him like, look, man, I don't want to pursue the, because he was pushing more so the, the G League and taking that route. But at the time, which was 
uh, May, June, 2020. Uh, nothing was, even, even the bubble wasn't back yet. Like nobody knew what was going on. Like nobody knew what was going on because shit, COVID hit, you know what I'm saying? And nobody had any idea what was going on. And they had came to uh, find out that they were doing a bubble. And by that time, I was in Houston. I was working out with uh, John Lucas. And if you don't know, everybody comes to Houston to work out. Like I was in the gym with like fucking Harden and Austin Rivers and shit like that. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. I was like, damn, these guys. I look at you guys on TV all the time. You know? So, like I said, like he opened up some doors here and there, but. His word wasn't really, like, he can't stand on what he was saying. So I had to let him go. And uh, he was just pushing the G League, man. And, and I was telling him, like, look, bro, I, I honestly, I honestly doesn't, I don't want to go that route because I just want to get started and build my own resume and work my way up and shit like that. Like, and he was just like, nah, man, nah, man, this and that, this and that. Like, I had to let you go, man. Because you, at this point, you looking for something impossible because we don't even know when the G League is going to start up. G League ain't start up till I want to say maybe December, January of 2020. I don't, I don't know, something like that. Which was, come on. <laughs> and the condensed season two, yeah, all that. Yeah, like come on, now. it was like, yeah, it was like they had a bubble, I believe they had like a bubble or something like that. And they wasn't taking any rookies from my, from my understanding. Or if they did, they took, like, the top rookies from college. So, yeah, I had to let them go, man. Probably the best 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 thing I've done for myself, for sure. And so you have wound up in Brazil. And one of the things that uh, we were – we actually sent this tweet out. We're recording on uh, Sunday the 21st before uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Wi-Fi is a little bit sketchy, and so there you go. That's why <laughs> – why you're in the McDonald's and that explains the location, but you are yes. in uh, Brazil. Take us through what the city is that you're there, who you're playing for and how the season is going for you so far. Man, my season, uh, first of all, the city is beautiful, man. The people here love me. I, I walk around and shit, I take pictures every day. Uh, even at home games, man, like I have my own security just asking me in my – Am I okay to take, uh, have a few people come take pictures with me and stuff like that? I'm like, this shit is crazy. So the people are welcoming me, you know, uh, and I'm interacting with the people. Like, I'm not, I'm not that type of guy, you know. Nah, I'm here so I won't get fired. Nah, man, I'm here <laughs> to interact. Like, I'm here to interact. Like, I, I want to embrace everything. Like, this shit, I can go, I'm going home. And next spring, and I'm gonna tell everybody about this shit, man. I'm gonna tell everybody about the story. Like, it's crazy. I love it here. Um, the team that I'm on, Corinthians, uh, uh, it's it's beautiful, man. They they. So my team that I'm on now, they was in Division Two last year, and they won Division Two. So they had moved up to the top league in Brazil. So we playing against some guys, man. Like we playing against some guys right now. Like it's crazy, <laughs> and. And what makes it so crazy is that I'm a rookie in this league, in this top league. And I said, no, don't know any rookies that's going to come in here. So you had to be somebody to get in here and you making an impact that you're making. It's, it's crazy right now, man. Like, 
these are these are proven vets telling me this like from uh, everywhere from America, Colombia, telling me this like, yo, you got a long career ahead of you, playing, keep playing the way you are, and stuff like that. I'm just having, I'm, I'm really having a great experience for my first trip. Man, for my first yeah, it, it, it certainly sounds like it. And yeah. I, I, I guess the question for you would be, since this is a team that was uh, essentially promoted from the second division up to the top, what's yes. the team composition like um, specifically for your team in terms of how they're going up against, like, you're obviously a new addition. What's the team composition like? How many vets are left over from last year? And uh, who are the other people that have been brought in? And how are you guys actually doing in terms of your season as a team? We're honestly a, a young team, man. A young team. Uh, most of these guys are 24 and under. 24 and under with a few 15-year uh, vets. Like, I want to say shit. They might be 38, 37, you know. But we took, we're a young team, man. We're a young team, young club. Um, the other American that, that plays here with me, uh, this is his first year also. So, like, everything, it's all new to us. Like, it's all new to us. And um, our expect, I mean, our expectations is not really that high because, shit, we're a Division Two team. Well, we're a Division Two team, and now we went up to Division One. Uh, our record currently is one and eight. I'm ashamed to say. But, sorry. Sorry, but that's that's always kind of the trap of teams that get promoted, though, is that they they're in the promotion relegation that's what I'm zone. Saying. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Like our expectations are not really that high, but you know, it's still kind of still kind of sucks. You know, on that losing end, man, it's just, it's kind of kind of sucks. But it's early. The season is long. The season is very long, bro. Like shit, like very long. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. Man. That was actually going to be one of my next questions. Is when did you yeah. get down there, and when is your season? When is your regular season over? Uh, at least yeah. slated to be. I got I got here uh, October fifth, October fifth, and what's so unique about this is all the teams that were playing was here a way or before that because they had a, a season before ours basically like it's called like a Sao Paulo state tournament type thing. And it's all the teams that's from that state playing. So they're here. I, let's say I'm here for seven months. They're here. They're there for 10 months. So they've been here. They've been playing. You know, they already equipped. They already got the chemistry. So, shit, I came, I came here October 5th. I had a scrimmage 10 days. <laughs> 10 days, man. Like, fresh, like I even I even practiced right after I got out of the plane. Like, like, it was crazy. I, I got I even practiced as soon as I got as soon as I got off the plane. I came to the gym and I fucking practiced, bro. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey guys, I'm Porter Troop. Subscribe to Expat Hoops on their YouTube channel and listen to them on By George Podcast Network. It's where you can find my interview and a lot of other great interviews, guys. Check them out. I enjoy it, man. Embrace it. You know, my first ride, and I'm having a hell of a time, man. Like, a hell of a time. And that's good. Honestly, as, as long as you're getting paid on time and everything like that, that's that's yeah. pretty much the experience that, that, that you could ask for. <laughs> for sure. Nah, for sure. For sure. I hear stories all the time. Like, oh, absolutely. Crazy.
and actually that was one of the stories that you hear is like the second you get off the plane they're asking to get you in the gym and everything like that oh, so yeah. that's that's completely we're consistent we're in the gym though we're in the gym yep. <laughs> we're in the gym and oh so, i had a bad experience too man oh go for so, it so my dumbass, i uh <laughs> so i landed in i landed in uh sao paulo right sao paulo brazil whatever i don't know what you call it sao paulo airport so you know how we have connected flights in the United States, right? So I had another flight to get on to go to Puerto Alegre. Me, I didn't even know that you had to pick up your luggage and take your luggage with you to the next destination. And back in the States, your, destina- your luggage meets you at your final destination, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I'm thinking. So I get there. I get to Puerto Alegre. I'm waiting for my uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for my suitcase, bro. I had to been waiting for like I want to say an hour and forty five minutes. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, did, did it get lost? Like, did it get lost? So I have I don't know no any Portuguese at the time. Like I know nothing, no Portuguese at the time. So I'm I'm going to to uh, people. I'm like. Uh, Where's my bag? Where's my bag? It's, no, no, I don't know. I'm like, fuck, I keep forgetting. Like, I'm not, I'm not home. Like, I'm not home. So they're like, oh. So I pull out my translator. I was like, where's my bag? And they, didn't, they, they couldn't help me. They couldn't help me, bro. They couldn't help me at all. Like, so I had to uh, reach out to my uh, my agent's business partner. And he, he kind of handles everything over here because he's over here. So uh, he was like, yeah, uh, the bag is in uh, Sao Paulo. I'm sorry, man. I, I should have told you that you had to, you know, <laughs> that you had to bring your uh, luggage with you. And like, what the hell, man? So I had to, I had to go, I want to say eight days, nine days without my, without anything, without anything, bro. I'm talking about all my shit, all my, all my uh, basketball shoes, um, luckily, I, I carry my I carry my game with me, so got my PlayStation. Of course, I'm good with that. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't have nothing. Like I didn't have my soap, uh, toothbrush, all your toiletries and stuff like that. Like I didn't have none of that. So I had to go to the store. The owner, me and the owner, are real tight though. Me and the owner, are real close. So he made sure like I was out here. Like, he he went to the store, gave me some shorts, shirts, underwear, all that. Like to make sure I was good. But I, at the time, I had to wear, I had to wear my teammate's shoes. Huh, it was crazy. Man. I was going through. I was frustrated. <laughs> I <laughs> like, could damn. imagine. Like, damn, it had to be me. Like my first go around, it had to be me. But now that it's passed, it's a good story. It's sort of one of those yeah, things yeah, that you yeah. pick up along like, the way. But for that eight or nine days, I'm sure it was rough. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And Sorry. actually, speaking of, of things that you're wearing and everything like that, we talked a little bit off the pod. Uh, I said, you know, that's the name of the team that you're playing for. Tell us a little uh, bit about that and what the uh, kind of the requirements are of you in terms of uh, having to wear that stuff. Yeah, so anywhere anywhere you go, uh, especially within the city, you have to wear the team's gear because of the different sponsorships that you have um, that represents the club. And if you don't obey by it, you could possibly lose the sponsorships. And the sponsorships brings in the money, brings in the, you know, all the, all the good things about, you know, stuff about the team. So 
you can't lose your sponsorships. <laughs> like, so I had to, I have to uh, represent the team. I have the shorts on. I have the shirt. I even had a uh, the mask. Like, I have everything um, oriented around the team. So I represent the team wherever I go. And um, just, you know, it makes us look good. It makes us, you know, I represent. I represent, uh, represent our club. Yep, exactly. And actually, one of the things, jumping back a little bit, how did you wind up in Brazil? Uh, was it something that you and your agent, like, was, were there other offers when you were starting out that you had a couple other offers and why Brazil basically, or how'd you wind up there? Uh, we had a few, we had a few, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't legit offers though. It was more so uh, talking, like all talk, you know? So we had places like uh, Iceland and uh, Iceland, Argentina, uh, do more, man. Uh, not Sweden. Slovakia, maybe something like that. But no, nothing was on the table yet until Brazil had came. And it's a crazy thing about Brazil. Once my agent told me, he was like, "Yeah, we may have a job, but don't get your hopes up yet." In Brazil, one of my uh, like my mentors, like. One of my mentors from back home, man. His name was Sean McLemore. I just played him the other night, bro. It's crazy. It's so crazy. He's been in Brazil for damn near 12 years. Like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like, he's been here for a while. His career is just in Brazil. So once he, once I found out it was in Brazil, I said, hold on, man. Hold on. So I hit him up like, yo, you know anything about this club, this and that, you know? It's like, yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's a new club that's going to be in our league now. And this and that, the coach is actually like my brother, and I play with him and stuff like that. I said, wow, are you serious? He's like, yeah, man, hold on, I'm ready. Boom, text, boom. He texted him. He was like, bro, I'm with, I'm with Sims right now, I'm with Kel right now, and we're working out, which we were. We was in, uh, in Richmond working out together. Working out, he was like, sent, showed the videos of me, this and that. Next thing you know, next the very next day, when I say I had the job, I had the job because who you know. <laughs> I was gonna say that's exactly as you said it. Between like, your agent connection and your friend, you know. that bro, was it. Bro, that was that's all it. That's all it took, man. That's all it took, man. That shit, that shit was unbelievable, bro. Like. I was like, hold on, Brazil. Like, my, my boy been there forever. I'm like, he has to know something. Like, he has to know something. See, he know, he know everything. <laughs> that was just, and it's crazy because I just played against him uh, Friday night. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I think that was, picture, uh, that was the Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the Instagram yeah. picture. I, I was going to say, yeah. I thought I remember that. So uh, yeah. we'll certainly put that up as well. Um, yeah. What's... Uh, I, I can't remember if you said this already. When does your season, when does the regular season end in Brazil? Oh, yeah. Uh, the regular season ends in March. Playoffs is in April. So it's okay. like a, it's, I want to say it's like a, uh, shit, a college season, collegiate season, honestly. Like, we yeah. start a little early. Yeah, I mean, we start in October. And our first game in October. Yeah, it's like collegiate season. And that's like one of the things that varies about being overseas too, is that some leagues are eight months, nine months, 10 months. And this one yeah. really kind of sounds like five or six, really. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Good. yeah. It dep- and if you go to the playoffs, it's another month, of course. Right. Um, but, yeah. And so 
in Brazil right now, you've had a really great experience and not saying that you wouldn't go back, but um, in terms of navigating your career, do you have any goals in terms of you would like to play in certain leagues or countries across the world? Or so far as is Brazil kind of one of those places where you're like, you know what, I can see myself back here next year. I just, you know, I say that every day you know, when I wake up. <laughs> I say, shit, I love to, I love to come back. Not whether it's with this club or not. Like I, just, it's not, it's not um, a big time difference from home. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's very important because I, I love my family and I love communicating with them and you know keeping them updated and stuff like that. Like it's no it's no really crazy uh, time difference. Only reason it's two hours now because you guys went to uh, they had a hour back like yep. two weeks ago or something like that. That's the only reason. At, at first it was just an hour ahead and I was like, oh my god, like, I can just call whenever you know they'll be up stuff like that. Oh yeah, but, I mean, a lot. A lot of our guests play over in Europe and everything like that, and so yeah. deeper into Eastern Europe, and it's just like I've I've got it up on the world clock on my iPhone of like, okay. So trust me, when I put in your your city's times, and I was just like, oh, that's amazing. I love this. This is gonna be easy to coordinate. Oh, easy man, easy man. Like I love that, man. and this market is is pretty good. Like I said, like I'm planning to get some some real good dudes, man. Like they they they're older, but they're they fucking good. Like they they, they good. <laughs> Seriously, seriously. Um, you may know one. He, he's kind of older. His name is David Jackson. He's from like the DC, Maryland area. Okay. This guy was a killer, bro. He went to Penn State. He's like 40 years old. He is a killer. Ooh. I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, he was one of the guys like I, I talked to like um, other other club, and he was just telling me like the ins and outs and stuff like that, and, and telling me like, look, man, you, you're doing the right thing, man. Keep, keep it up, basically. I respect, I respect, I respect. And as far as your games now, are they streamed online, whether it's Facebook, uh, YouTube, or where can we find your games if they're streamed? Yes, yes, they are. Uh, majority of them, some games, some games may not be streamed, but majority are they on YouTube or Facebook. Sometimes both. So. you listen to Mikel Sims, who is currently playing basketball in Brazil, he was a great guest, even with his VCU credentials. As always, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for all of our latest stuff you won't hear on the regular pod, and send us a gift on Patreon for this holiday season. And if you're listening to this after Christmas, well, send us a gift anyway. We still need it. For Andy Hoverman, I am Tony Budney. Tune in next time on Expat Hoops. Expat Hoops.